Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody. Joey and Christy here. You are either watching us right now because we have started uploading our podcast to YouTube, to Instagram, to Super Bowl commercials. Just kidding. Not there yet. (laughs) But you are probably either watching us or you're listening to us classically through a podcast app, which hello, audibly, whatever you are that. Whatever way you're consuming this, welcome. We're We're, trying to make it more consumable to more people. I was actually just talking to Wesley Scott, who is now on the Creative Rise team, which is really exciting. We were just talking about some people are audible learners, some people are visual, all of that. So we're trying to make it work for everybody, which is really exciting. So we're having a great time doing this. 100%. And if you, Christy's really good looking. So if you want to watch video wise, <laughs> there's some extra value there. If you really want to see Joey's bare feet, <laughs> just go back to the yes. last episode. Yes. I had Joey's bare feet the whole bare time. Bare feet in the podcast. Christy was like, you should probably record the next episode with something on your feet. <laughs> so I've now got Birkenstocks on my feet, but welcome to today's show. We're really excited about this episode. This episode is going to be a little bit of a, not a tag along from last week because it's a different topic, but This topic actually spun out of our experience with last week's topic. So last week we talked about patients and we talked about the journey of finding healthy patients, using healthy patients and where it can take you. It landed Christy and I in a really cool spot. Um, It landed us consuming something that really challenged us. And through that challenge, got some really cool clarity. It has motivated us. It has given us so much more like mission and vision for what Creative Rise is going to gonna try and achieve in the world. And so we want to pass that on to you. We want to give that to you. So right off the bat, we're going to be talking about something today called a just cause. Not just cause, not like, oh, just do that just cause, but just a just cause. And the reason why I reiterate that is because the person who pushed this cause in our lives was Simon Sinek and we were reading his book, The Infinite Game, which we're going to talk about that Ooh, a little bit so a little bit later at the end of this episode. So stay tuned to that. We actually want to give some people that listen to this podcast a couple, couple of copies of those books. Christy and I were on a 2,600 mile trip from California up to Oregon and we just binged this book. I had read it previously. It was really good to listen to it and we listened to it together and it totally reshaped where Creative Rise is going as a company and we're so excited about it. So right off the bat, You might be sitting here going, well, what the heck is a just cause? A just cause very clearly is a futuristic state of the world that you see and you want to create. So the question is, when you look at the world, when I look at the world, when Christy looks at the world, when you look at the world, what do you see? What are some of the problems? And what is a more optimistic, futuristic state of the world that you envision that you would love to see the world move into? So, you know, some examples of this are, very clearly, Apple's example of this, Apple's just cause that guides their business, guides every decision they make, is they want to put the power in the hands of individuals to fully maximize whatever they're doing, right? That's why the iPhone is in your pocket. That's why they invented the Macintosh laptop, you know, that you could finally carry around that wasn't a big, massive computer machine that was stationary on a desk. Their cause is to put the power in the pocket of people so they can maximize whatever they're doing. That's a great cause. There's other causes that have nothing to do with technology and business, you know? There's causes about helping humanity stay alive by creating food banks in the Arctic and stuff like that. There's some really cool stuff. But the point of this is, is having a just cause really, really, and Christy and I have learned this firsthand, 
can really give you some some leverage and direction for navigating the different seasons of business. And we're going to talk about what happens when you don't have a cause. And we can speak to that because we've experienced that. And I'm sure you have as well. So yeah, and you might be sitting here thinking, okay, these huge companies have these big causes, but I just have my own little small totally. sole proprietorship. Like I have my own small business. Like yeah. what does that even mean? What does that mean for me? Yeah. And we're going to actually dive into that and how even for Joey and I's business, how this has changed the game yeah. for us. So we're going to let you in on what our cause is and how you're actually a part of the cause because the cause is for you guys. Yeah, we're going to give you a step-by-step plan on how you can create a cause and really get clear on it. But right off the bat, Christy, what's the question of the day for this podcast? The question is that we want you to ask yourself, that we ask ourselves is, what is my just cause? Again, this isn't just the nonprofit side of your business where you give money. This isn't, this is, what is your just cause, which we're going to really dive into. But let's talk about what it looks like if you don't have a just cause. Yeah, so there's there's one very good problem that Simon Sinek talks about in his book, The Infinite Game. And it's, it's an incredible concept. I gravitated super quickly towards it. I thought it was brilliant. I think it's kind of reshaped my perspective on everything we do. And so we want to share that. But the issue when you do not have a just cause is you're probably naturally slipping into living and operating your business in a very finite perspective. Now, there's two different types of games and I want to clarify these quickly. A finite game is different than an infinite game. Those are the two types. A finite game is when there's you know known players, there's a start, there's an objective, and there's an end. So a great example of a finite game is basketball. You can clearly play a game of basketball and we all know what it looks like for someone to win in a game of basketball. Now, the difference between a finite and an infinite game is an infinite game, there are not clear start, you know, middle sections and stops. There's not a clear start and a finish. There's also not necessarily clear objectives. There's not necessarily clear players. There's known players. You might know some of the players in, a, in an infinite game. You might not know some of the players in an infinite game. And so a great example of an infinite game is business. The world of business is exists to push business forward. You can't win business. Christy cannot beat you at business. Christy's wedding photography career couldn't have beat yours. It might be more aspirational than yours or it might be less aspirational than what yours is, but she can't beat you because again, there's no clear objective of when you hit this point, you win and the game's over. It continues on forever. And so the issue that I'm coming back to here with the problem is in this episode is when you don't have a cause, quite often you end up slipping into playing a finite game. And playing a finite game can get you into all sorts of, of things that feel really good, but long-term and even in some ways short-term, they're not satisfying enough and they're not pushing truly, if you're in a healthy perspective, they're not pushing your business the way it should go. So where if you're, you're in an infinite perspective and you see your business through an infinite lens, your goal should be to land on a cause and go, what can I do to push my business as far as it can possibly go? and cheer other people on that are doing that with me because we know we can't win. And the point isn't to win. It's just to push it as far as we can while we can push it. So the problem is, again, when you don't have a cause, you naturally are going to slip into playing in a finite perspective, which is meaning you're playing for short-term metrics. You're playing for short-term revenue goals. You're playing for followers. You're playing for bookings. You're playing for somebody, you know, just you're living for somebody to be like, oh my gosh, you have the best colors in the world. Like if that's all you care about, 
when something shifts, when the industry shifts, when the world changes, trends when, change. when cha- trends change, when COVID hits for the fifth, eighth, hundredth time, you know, you might lose a massive part of what you thought you had built again, because you've been building it from a very finite perspective. And so getting a cause is going to help you stay out of just thinking and operating in a finite perspective. It's going to help you operate in a more infinite perspective, which is what you should do. So yeah. Yeah. When you're operating in a finite perspective, you are vulnerable to industry innovation right? This is when you're so vulnerable to as soon as things change, and Joey touched on this for a second, as soon as things change, you're left behind. And I think we can think of a lot of companies that that has happened to. Yeah. So a great example of a company is something that I'm holding. Again, if you're watching visually, I'm holding an iPhone in my hand. There was a few very, very key contenders while we were younger for smartphones as smartphones came on onto the scene. And one of them was Apple, obviously, with the iPhone. And another one of them was BlackBerry. My first phone was a hand-me-down BlackBerry. I remember loving that thing. You could do like the Best screen, the screen munch or something. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what that was? <laughs> no. If you know what a screen munch is, you got to leave a comment because those things were sick. It was like a screenshot, but it went like... <laughs> but it was on the BlackBerry. Anyways, so the p- point is here. How did they ever lose their business? I know, seriously. The point is here, you want a really good example of somebody playing a finite game and somebody playing an infinite game. Well, BlackBerry was playing a very finite game and to define finite again, BlackBerry was playing a game where they cared more about their products and the service they were offering through their products than they cared about actually the innovation of, of where they were pushing business as a whole with technology. Where Apple on the other side, Apple existed not to care about their products, but Apple existed to develop products because they cared about their cause, which was putting the power in people's pockets, of in, you know, putting the power in an individual's pocket so they can maximize their life. So when the BlackBerry came out, you know, and they had a massive amount of market share. Like every business had Blackberries. Lots of people personally use Blackberries. All of a sudden, an iPhone comes out and it's got this new innovation, fully touchscreen. You know, it's got a built-in better camera. It's got like an app store and you can play games on it and stuff like this. It's got music. It was so next level because Apple was going, how do we put the power in individuals' pockets? BlackBerry went, oh shoot, let's double down on our products or our services because we can't lose our market share. And we all know what happened to BlackBerry. BlackBerry was so focused on the product and so focused on their service, which is again, a finite way to view business that they did not think about the innovation that the industry in the world was demanding. And Apple did. Therefore, obviously, we all have these smartphones that are either made by Apple or we have some other contender to Apple that has been heavily influenced and designed based off of what Apple kind of pioneered in the industry. So a great example of the first stake that Christy said, which is obviously you're vulnerable when you live in an infinite perspective because you don't have a cause, you're vulnerable to industry innovation. Great example of that is BlackBerry was super vulnerable, hence why they've lost the majority of their market share and no one has Blackberries anymore. No one's out there screen munching. And it's, yeah, it's because they were viewing it through a finite, we've got to hit our numbers, we've got to keep our market share, we got to go deeper into our product rather than going, what is the industry demanding of us because we're focused on seeing the industry and pushing the industry as far as we can the same way Apple. And to zero in on an industry that's probably familiar to a lot of these listeners is the wedding industry, right? In, totally. the, last, in the last year, or even in the last five years, if totally. you are someone who's like, oh, I only shoot these big, huge, elaborate weddings, 
you were screwed when COVID hit. Totally. Because either people weren't getting married. I weren't only shoot married. weddings over 250 people with a $20,000 budget. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people were trashing that idea and then going to, I'm going to elope or I'm going to do something really intimate and small and I'm going to do something like that. If you stuck in your lane and you were all about, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just staying in my niche service, you were left behind. Mm. Or even if you were like, I only shoot weddings, I do nothing else then you were also in a similar scenario where you're not actually pushing a cause, you're pushing only a service and that's Mm -hmm. where the innovation will leave you behind. Totally. So we can give a quick example of a cause based off that that analogy with a wedding, you know, photographer, a wedding service. We'll get into how you can develop a cause in a few minutes here, but a great way for someone to have an infinite perspective if they're a wedding, you know, filmmaker and they have a wedding filmmaking company or a wedding photography company is to go, instead of me going... I want to create the best wedding films. I want to be moving into four, six, eight K stuff with the best aspect ratios and colors and bit rates and all that stuff. And I want to shift from the stabilization, you know, era to, I want to get into more handheld stuff. Like they're so focused on the, on the product. If they could shift to a perspective of my only goal with my business is to create a world where more people have the, the most precious moments of life captured the way that they want to relive them. If that's all that person cares about operating that business, well then as the industry demands change, they can innovate that change because they're focused on, well, what's a better way living in the world we're living in right now that I can help people capture life's most precious moments so they can relive them the way that they've always dreamed of reliving them. If that's a great cause, then whatever the industry is going to demand or even better, that cause is going to give you freedom to innovate rather than being stuck in your product. So yeah. that's a that's a really clear example of how a creative, to make this very specific to what we can do as creatives, that's an example of how you can come up with a cause that takes your focus not off your products because your products and services matter. They have to lead into your cause, but you should not focus first on your products and then you know not have a cause. It should be cause, then what products or service help me innovate and Support push that cause, cause as far as I can and then move into that. So yeah. And also number two is when you have a finite perspective, you're vulnerable to unhealthy comparison. Totally. I can totally speak on this. Well, I mean, we can all speak on this, we but definitely can. over the last couple of weeks, as Christy and I started to get more clarity on Creative Rise's new cause and a really clear cause, again, that we're going to mention in a few minutes, I was able to look at a competitor or somebody who I would have viewed as a competitor, somebody who's doing almost the exact same thing that we do here at Creative Rise on another side of the world in a, in a different way. But I was able to look at them from the perspective of, oh my gosh, I want to cheer that dude on as hard as I can because he's actually pushing the same cause. Before having this really clear cause, I would have looked at him and said, ah, what can we do to beat what he's doing? And so when you're living in a finite perspective because you don't have a good just cause you're actually going to be so much more vulnerable to an unhealthy perspective on competition. And it's going to leave you feeling like you're never doing enough. You're never putting out enough good stuff. You're never ahead to the point of where you can actually let your shoulders down and kind of relax. And so this is, this was a huge one for me. Yeah. And we might do a whole, I could do a whole episode and actually get quite vulnerable about like what that experience was like for me and like call them out and like do everything. It could be, it could be pretty fun, but it could be fun. um, that's a huge one. Yeah. I mean, especially if any of us played high school or college sports, you wanted nothing. Oh, did you play college sports? Uh, yeah. It was intramural soccer, Team USA. We were the worst in the league except for the international team. It was great. It was a good time. Very competitive. 
Only the people that are on my team will understand that. But anyways, if you played high school, college sports, even elementary sports, you want nothing more than to beat your competitor, right? You want nothing more than that. And I think sometimes that translates into business. And I think 99% of people struggle with comparison because totally. they're viewing it as a basketball game. They're mm-hmm. viewing it as a soccer game. They're viewing rather business than, as something you can win. Yes. Rather than something where you go, there are no winners. There are no losers. It's an infinite game. It's yeah. an infinite game. And so, yeah, that one's huge. And we will do an episode on that because that would be really cool. Totally. The last one is you are, if you play the finite game, you are vulnerable to discouragement. You're vulnerable to discouragement because when something hits, when something happens, and when you hit maybe, oh, I tried some, I tried a new product, I tried a new service, and it totally fell flat. Tanked. No one bought it. No one bought it. You can be so discouraged if your full motivation was just to push that service rather than a cause. You can withstand a lot of discouragement if you can stay excited about your just cause, whereas you cannot withstand discouragement if your entire excitement is based around a product or the a success service. of, yeah, the product, the success of one of those things. So to personalize it, like Christy and I have been having huge conversations about another business we run where we do a lot of brand strategy stuff. We call it brand therapy and we've had some huge combos in the last week two weeks about that. Some emotional conversations. What's the vision for it? Where are we taking it? How do we develop this product? And it's so easy for us as business owners and as partners in that, if we are having those conversations from a finite perspective, we're going to be emotionally tied to our ideas. But we've had to keep coming to the table and say, okay, there's a lot of like charge right now. We're both emotionally like charged up on what we think is going to work best. And we've had to shift ourselves as partners and as a team to go, how can we think about this from an infinite perspective? How can we not get discouraged around our disagreement here, but how can we actually go, okay, us disagreeing on this right now is probably showing us that we need to shift to a more infinite perspective and land on what is going to be best for the company. What's going to be best for the cause that the company's trying to push. And so it actually helps even in, even in like a partnership type thing, discouragement just runs and hides in the shadows when you can shift your perspective from, again, a finite perspective because you have no cause to now I have a cause and I'm thinking more infinite. So that's huge. That's super huge. So let's talk about our cause. We haven't actually talked about what Creative Rise's cause is. And this is huge for us. We are really excited about this. We want you guys to hear this loud and clear because the the direction of the company, the direction of Creative Rise going forward is solely going to be based off the words I'm about to say. And so we took some time. We really thought about this concept. We really thought about this cause. And we proofed it a bunch. We talked to people about it. We like ran over it because we want to make sure that this is as bulletproof as it can get so that we can put all of our eggs in this basket and we can really push this cause as far as we can. And so the cause we came up with is Creative Rise exists to build a world where more creatives succeed at doing what they love. And so why is that important? Well, it's important because we've talked about it already in the podcast, but that is going to give us a, like a clear, clear, clear as day vision for anything moving forward. And so it allowed us to reevaluate everything we already do. It allowed us to reevaluate this podcast, our masterminds, our retreats, a new product that we're actually going to make Creative Rise centric around in the next probably six months. Because again, we want to help more creatives succeed at what they're doing and what they love to do in life. And so if that is our cause, as long as we focus on innovating and pushing that cause as far as we go, we can't, we can't lose. Because again, we also can't win. This isn't a game of business is not a game we can win. So yeah, do you have any thoughts on, on, on that? Yeah, I think it was something 
a just cause takes a while to get. It has to really, really resonate and yeah. be like almost an eternal cause. It can't just be, oh, for the next three months, this is totally. my just cause. This is something that it needs to withstand time and be broad enough where you can create new services and it can flow through what we're doing. So honestly, building a world where more creatives succeed at doing what they love, like that will go on forever for Creative Rise. Forever. And we can't, we can't win that. We'll never, Christy and I know very clearly, we will never get to a point in our lives where all the creatives in the world get to do what they love and succeed at it. But that's not the point. The point is to push that cause as far as we can humanly possible push that while we can because that's what the game of business is about. It's about pushing something, picking something and going, I'm going to push this as far as I can in order to benefit as many people as I can. Um, and so that's just, a, it's, it's something that we're really excited about. So what can you expect from Creative Rise? Just quickly here for a second. Everything going forward is going to be centric around that cause. Every product we release, every podcast we do, we're just asking ourselves, does this align with helping build a world where more creatives get to do what they love and succeed at it? If we can answer yes, then it's like amazing. We are pushing the cause in the right direction. We're having an infinite perspective on the business and on the mission that we're trying to create with Creative Rise. So we're really excited about that. Now, you might have a quick question because you've obviously, if you listen to the show, you hear us talk about the concept of having a why and starting with why and all that stuff. Not to be confused, your cause is not your why. Right. And so to quickly differentiate those two, a why is something from the past that like allows you to move forward because it gives you perspective and, and, and you know meaning to create something to move forward. Your cause is something futuristic. Again, going back to a cause, your cause is a futuristic state of the world that does not yet exist that you want to be a part of pushing. And you want to actually invite other people in to push that. So think about it this way. Your why can be the foundation for a home. It's the foundation that we would build a home on. And then the cause is the actual structure going, what type of home do we want to build on top of this foundation? So if you're confused, that's how you can differentiate those two. These are Those are two very important tools that I think any business needs in order to succeed well, in order to be a mission, in order to be something that people actually care about investing in, whether it's staff, whether it's clients, whatever it's going to be. I think you need both those elements. So yeah, a why is something from the past. A cause is something futuristic that you want to advance the world towards. Yeah. So Joey, if someone's like, I want to create a just cause, mm -hmm. but what, do the, what does it need to hit? What are yeah. some components of that that totally. would be helpful when I'm creating that? Yes. Yeah, so five things. I'm going to take this right out of the book. Again, we're, we're going to, we want to give away a couple copies of this book to you guys who listen to the show. So stay tuned to the end of the show. We're going to tell you how to do that. But this is right out of the book. Simon talks about five very simple things that a cause has to have included. So in order for you to have a good just cause, you need these five things. And the first one is it has to be for something. So can't be against something. And his analogy of this was actually really good in the book. He said, your cause cannot be, let's use poverty as an example. Your cause should not be, we want to eradicate poverty from the world. That's something that's negative. It's not as inviting. It's aspirational, but it's not as inviting. So instead of making it you know, against something, which creates a finite perspective because it, being against something makes you feel like you can win, being for something is a more infinite perspective. So his example in the book was, instead of being against poverty, before every human to have access to the, to, you know, the necessities that allow them to thrive. 
That's saying the same thing, but it's like it's got a different spin on the words, which actually makes it a more infinite perspective than a finite perspective. So number one is it has to be for something. So the question is, what is your business for? What are you trying to be for in the world? What what is the the first part of the cause that you're trying to advance? And the great way to two great characteristics of being for something is got to be affirmative and optimistic. So it's got to be futuristic, affirmative, optimistic to really make sure that you're hitting it. So that's very clear. You've got to have that one to start. Number two is it's got to be inclusive. And so a good just cause is not closed. It's not a invite only type thing. A good just cause is again, creating a futuristic world that does not quite yet exist. And you want to, you want to be somebody who's going to build that world. And so you've got to invite people that are currently in the world with you to help you build that. And so being inclusive means open to, yeah, all those who would like to contribute. So open to all the clients that are going to jump in and want to invest in your business because of that cause. Open to people that want to maybe work with you. A great way to put this is it's inclusive. Your competitors are not competitors. They're worthy rivals. They're people to look at and say, wow, I'm on the same trajectory, fighting for the same cause as that person. I'm going to cheer them on. So it's got to be inclusive. Number three is it's got to be service orientated. This is really important. It Your cause has to be so, so clearly. It has to be for the benefit of somebody else. Your it's cause does not end you. up back in your pocket. Your cause is not... Apple's cause was not to... You know, we want to create the best products in the world so our shareholders are happy, they get the biggest returns, which in fact makes more people invest, which means me as the CEO, I get the biggest payout. That's not a cause because that's ending back up in the CEO of Apple's pocket. And the cause is not, oh, I'm going to become the best filmmaker there is for brands. Yeah, that's not a cause. That's not a cause. Yeah. So your cause has to be, it has to be service orientated. So make sure as you're developing this cause here, number three is it's got to benefit somebody else. It's got to be benefiting somebody else. So again, with Creative Rise's cause, we want to build a world where more creative succeed while doing what they love. That's not about us. We're going to be the ones that are trying to push that cause as far and as fast and as high as we can. But it's about you guys. It's about helping you guys in any way we can do what you love and absolutely succeed at it. Because we just envision a future world where more creatives get to succeed at doing what they love. Again, it's about you. It's not about us. So it has to be service orientated. It's got to be resilient. This is a really important one that we kind of touched on earlier with some of the stakes, some of the reasons that you want to have a cause because if you don't, you're going to fall into some of these traps. If it's not resilient, it's not going to be able to withstand trends. It's not going to be able to withstand another pandemic. If you don't have a cause that's resilient, it's not going to be able to withstand industry changes, right? So you really want to make sure that your cause is resilient. It is no matter what happens in the world, it's still going to be something that you can push. So a great example of a bad cause that's not resilient would be, again, I want to be the best filmmaker that shoots on micro four thirds cameras. Those are going to be gone. There's going to be new innovation, right? I want to be the best Canon color schemed wedding photographer. That's a terrible cause. It's not resilient. As the camera industry shifts, you will lose your cause because it was kind of finite. It was talking about something that is finite that was going to disappear or is going to get innovated. So number four is it's got to be resilient. And last but not least, it has to be idealistic. It's got to be big. It's got to be bold. And it's got to be not doable. If you will, it gotta, it's got to be ultimately unachievable. Because again, the goal is not to achieve it. The goal is to push the cause as far as possible while humanly possible, while you have time to do so. So 
Those are the five steps to creating a cause. I'll go over them really quickly again. You've got to be for something. It's got to be inclusive. It's got to be service orientated. It's got to be resilient. And last, it's got to be idealistic. So yeah, really important. So pause those, brainstorm, get it out on paper, talk to some friends, play around with what your just cause mm-hmm. could be. And then we want to hear about it. We totally want to so hear about it. text us what your just cause is. And remember, our number is 916-587-6417. Or you can go to our Instagram. You can just tap the text button on our profile where you can text us your just cause. So not only do we want to read them, but we actually want to send two people that text us their just cause, the Simon Sinek, the Infinite Game you, book. We're going to send, let's do, let's do three copies. We're going to send three copies of this to three different people that text us simply talking about what their cause is. Even if you're not sure what your cause is and you're like, hey, I've got out of the five points, I think I've got three of them, but I'm not sure how to make my cause resilient. Let us know. We'd love to help you with that. So again, just text us what your cause is or if you're confused on your cause to 916-587-6417. And yeah, you might end up getting one of these copies shipped to your home and you'll get to read it, which is really cool because I think it's, a phenomenal book. And it's just a cool looking book so it'll look good on the shelf. So I hope this episode really excited you to get out there, think about what your just cause is, to sit down, just get excited, put it out on paper, share with people so that you can wake up every single day so, so motivated and unafraid of industry changes and to become the most innovative person in business. Not to win, but to push the cause forward. Not to have a finite perspective on all this, but a cause is going to give you an infinite perspective, which is going to make any single one of your businesses healthier, including ours. So thanks so much for being here, guys. Leave us a five-star written review. Give us a five-star rating, the little stars, click the five. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you leave a written review because written reviews are how the show grows, which is so important. So that's on Apple Podcasts. If you're on YouTube here, give us a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel so you get updated every time we release a new podcast. And if you're on IGTV, all you can do is like and comment and share. So thank you so much for being here. We're so excited, again, that the podcast is back. And let us know. Shoot us a DM or text us 916-587-6417. What can we do podcast episodes on that are going to help you become somebody that gets to succeed at doing what they love. Because again, that is why we exist and that's why we're doing this. So thanks so much for being here. We'll catch you on the next one. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.